Back by popular demand today on the Halloween 365 podcast, you asked for it, and Lorraine. Is Candy the name of the individual that Ed decided to groom? Or are we going to jump right into that? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> Welcome back to the Halloween 365 podcast. Mm, and just like the stuff that you tell your therapist about, we're going nowhere. We're the only podcast where it's 4-24-7 and Halloween 365 Ooh, as always, I am your host, Chad. I am joined today with my co-host, as always, Justin. How you doing today, good sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We are uh, at the, what's today's the 7th of October? We're creeping. Yeah. Inching yeah. closer. We're creeping along. Uh, so yeah. I, I'm doing good. The weather's changed here in Virginia. It's gotten cold. The leaves are falling. Um, all the shows are spooky. Discover all the shows Discovery are spooky. Yeah. Popping off right now. Uh, Discovery Plus is my home for uh, Halloween, I think. Yeah. And I mean, so tw- twenty-four yeah. days at this point. Twenty-four days until Halloween, ladies and gentlemen. And and it, that's right. It's gonna go. This is what I was saying earlier in the summer. Once it gets here, the fucker's gone like that. So. When you gotta enjoy the little bit. I mean, it seemed like it was so far away, and now every day is just boom, boom, boom. So, get out and do something yeah, spooky. Yeah, you get out and do something spooky. Get some candy. Do a costume. Put something somewhere. Bats, maybe. Turn us on your radio <laughs> while you're out doing something spooky. Hey, if you take the kids trick or treating, you turn us on. If you're going to a haunted house, you turn us on on the way there. I don't see why there's another choice here. We're the only ones that are doing nothing but Halloween. Three, six, five, baby. That's right. No, it, it's it's been very strange to uh, see how Halloween has kind of bled its way in this year. I feel like this is the first year, and I don't mean to go off topic. I know we got a lot to, a lot of ground to cover. We don't today, have but... to rush into anything. No, true. Um, to, this is the first Halloween in a long time. That's kind of felt like it's seldomly, gradually morphed in. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like before in the past, it's like, you know, for us, it's always, we're celebrating year round. But, you know, for the general public, it feels like as soon as September hits or even as soon as August hits, bam, they're celebrating. They're ready. You see it out in stores. You see it everywhere. This year felt a little different. It, uh, this oh. year, it felt more to me like Halloween than it has in the past three years. Um, and I can agree with I that. I mean, if we're talking like merchandise coming out in the stores at the correct time, if we're talking about the weather, um, the leaves, the stuff on television, uh, the pandy-wandy that we had kind of uh, threw everybody out of whack. And uh, so, But this is the first one that I have felt like is a normal Halloween since 
um well about a year before the pandy so this one i'm excited for yeah. i'm excited have you gotten a pumpkin yet good sir i you know what i have not i actually wanted to it's funny you mentioned the pumpkin um we have been going back and forth on whether or not we want to do a uh don't non-disposable carvable pumpkin it, what paint no oh no okay. we're not painting it what we okay <laughs> so so we saw we saw these pumpkins for sale that are uh non-perishable right but the uh, like they're the year round plastic, plastic lot opens sort of but you can carve it what like it's made out of some material that you can carve it however you want but it's non-perishable what the fuck do you have out in yeah. arizona is it because you can't grow a pumpkin out there in the damn <laughs> desert <laughs> is it what they have, they have pumpkin patches here. oh my hair <laughs> there's some ass. pumpkin patches you, yeah right on, yeah i i don't know how they i on, i don't know if they're like legitimate pumpkin patches or if it's just like you know some dude named juan they've got, decides like, a, no, to set up dude, a they've fucking... got like a field of turf out there they, they can't even do you guys even have real grass or is it that no is it that pokey shit that stabby grass it, it's you know well i mean there's some stabby grass but there's there's some like uh okay, if, okay if you water your grass here in arizona you can have grass but you basically have to be rich to do it because your water bill is going to be through the fucking roof your electricity is already going to be through the roof but your water is going to be outrageous too if you want grass oh i think you muted by the way yeah I tried to unmute like several times. Though, sorry. Oh. Um, okay. Off topic. Yeah. Completely off topic. I didn't think that there were, um, I mean, obviously there's pumpkins for sale, but I didn't think that they were growing them in Arizona, yeah. but this non-perishable pumpkin I've never heard of in, in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It's weird. This is the first time I've ever heard of it too. And uh, I'm thinking about getting one just to, uh, so that it? way is I can it, put it out. Is, are they expensive or something or? Well, they don't look like traditional pumpkins, and and I, I love the orange. Like orange is one of my favorite colors, and uh, they, they, I think they only have them in black, red, and white. So I at least I haven't seen an orange um, version yet. Maybe I just haven't looked hard enough. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of surprised you haven't oh, stumbled across these a yet. Nine? Okay, so it's a carvable faux Halloween mm -hmm. pumpkin. Mm-hmm, sure is. What? Mm. Okay, Pinterest yeah. has got a lot of them. Yeah, people, go check those out. Um, That's real. I, I can't Target's say that they're them. any they're good. Like $15 yeah. for the biggest one? Target, um... I think that's where we saw them at Target. I think Michaels might so have them as stick well. Is it a candle in this or is it going to catch on fucking fire? Oh, you know what? I don't know. I mean, because it's cool no, that's to a good just question. carve shit in it and set it on the table and fill it full of candy or whatever, but. Well, I think it's hollow on the inside, right? Like, oh, so then... I mean, you could probably stick some LEDs in there or something. It's real. Oh, fucking LED. Come on. We're... <laughs> Listen, if Trick or Treat was <laughs> I, I'm real, trying to help you would come for your ass. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm not. He would come <laughs> straight. He'd it stick in that fucking lollipop straight up your ass. He'd stick a candy coated razor blade he'd right. Carry up my you out ass. in that fucking knapsack that he's got. Mm. Oh, I, I I did not know about these though. That's something See, new. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, if you want to get one, you know, I can't swear by them because I haven't purchased one yet. But the idea of it sounds cool. Amazon's got them. And target. to me, it's like. 
can you imagine just building up a collection of these and every year you carve one and carve one and carve one or you carve multiples and then eventually you're going to look like the pumpkin house mm-hmm. from West Virginia mm-hmm. where you've got like just fucking mounds of non-perishable pumpkins. It's cool to They me. make wild ones. Yeah, um, that's real cool until they catch on fire from the candle or you got to go around changing yeah. the battery out in those little LED lights. Yeah, I so I don't know. I, I, I mean, maybe it's hollow on the inside, so I would assume... You know, maybe it's made out of some kind of uh, flame retardant uh, material. Maybe not. Mm. I, I think it would be more expensive if that was the case. No, they're so. they're foam. Mm. So yeah, don't do it. Don't don't, <laughs> don't stick any stick candles in real, there. <laughs> I mean, do it. Send us a video when you do it because I, <laughs> I mean, I, I'd love to see it, oh. but I can't make any promises. Yeah. Well, okay, um, non-perishable pumpkins. That's something new for me. Um, Real quick, anybody that has not listened to us before, if this is your first go around into the Halloween 365 universe, like he said at the beginning, I am Justin and he is Chad. We are your two hosts. There's usually Jeremy with us. Well, he's usually here and uh, catch him on another episode or go back and listen to several others and he's there. Um, But today, as he said, back by popular demand is the Ed and Lorraine 2. Uh, one of our most viewed episodes was our Fear or Fraud. So we're Fear or Fraud Part 2 with Ed and Lorraine, which is funny because if we want to, before we get into anything else, I just want to preface this because mm-hmm. whenever we went into the Ed and Lorraine episode, when it was just you yeah. and me once again, and we did not go into it doing Fear or Fraud. We went into no, it wanting to No, that to was talk. not the intention. Yeah, we wanted to talk about their cases and how crazy they were and how in depth because they had so many cool different cases and uh, books and movies and TV shows and shit have all been wrote after them. And so we went into it completely like, Oh, Ed and Lorraine, the OG ghost hunters, we have to see, uh, you know, in detail what happened. And then we stumbled upon some stuff. Uh, (laughs) If you've not well, listened I'll to I'll say the my first opinion episode, changed. Yes, mine did too. If you've not listened to this first like episode, go back, pause this right here. Stop. Pause. Go back. Yeah. Stop. Listen to Fear of Fraud Part listen One. Listen to Part One. And then bring it back here because uh later in the episode we're gonna dive deep into exactly where we left off on the other episode. Uh right off at the end um of that last episode. We're continuing. So mm. um I can't believe it's been a year mm-hmm. since we discussed that. I, like it, it is truly insane. I can't believe we didn't have more backlash. We had more people interested than we had people saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was kind of intriguing. Um, I don't, I, I, I don't know if we pissed anybody off <sighs> with that episode. I don't think we did because the stuff we're going to talk about is not new news. You can find it. Uh, there are yeah. articles, um, and there have been interviews done. So what we're going to go over is definitely searchable. Uh, I pulled as much detail as I could because I want to say right off the bat that these are allegations. This is alleged. We have alleged. no proof. Yeah. Allegedly everything. We have no proof that any of this has happened. But it's very intriguing, just as intriguing as their uh, ghost stories are. Yeah, and and I'll say this too. 
they are alleged cases, but a lot of this stuff, the Warrens themselves didn't even really try to uh, deny. Mm-hmm. So now, more of a cover up than tried to deny. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I, I can't, I, I don't know them personally or anybody related to them. But, Without getting hey. into the detail first, because we do have um, a good segment to bring to you, a spooky segment in the Halloween spirit to bring to you before we jump into the mm-hmm. Ed and Lorraine. Um, but uh, it's just going to be interesting. Stick around. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. First up, though, I think I'm hearing something. Do you hear what I hear? Circus clowns. Circus clowns? Yeah, circus clowns are coming to get you. All right. So if you're joining us for the first time ever, we do a little segment here on the podcast called It Came From Reddit. What we like to do in this segment is gather a spooky story from the wonderful pages of Reddit. And we like to debate amongst ourselves whether or not it's true or a work of pure dog shit. So... (laughs) Um, we are not the end all be all seasayers of the uh paranormal but we're gonna give you our opinion because you're listening to our podcast so you obviously wanted to hear us say something that is correct (laughs) and i'll I'll say this too um in the past you know we've done this segment a lot uh, on a let's see how many of these stories in your personal opinion would you say pretty uh two. pretty true or or at least have two okay two out of the ones we've I would, listened I would to so far say i'm the gonna same. say two. Yeah, two okay i would agree with that um one of them was a given obviously probably true uh which was the uh parasitic the larva uh, the body yeah. the larva on the eyeball mm-hmm. uh go back and listen to that one if you haven't had a chance uh but today I'm going to be hitting you with a little something, something from nine years ago. So this is an older Reddit post from Corby315. That's right, Corby. Corby. So anyway. He wrestles in NXT, doesn't he? he, I'm pretty sure he does. I would not be surprised. (laughs) Weighing in at 355 pounds. Coming out on a scooter. It's Corby. 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 (laughs) Uh, So Corby writes... One day, while doing my laundry, one of the lights blew out in my basement. My basement is set up so the laundry room is split off from the other side of the basement with a wall and a door. So I'm trying to get an image of this. In order to get up the stairs, you have to exit the laundry room, go through the other part of the basement. So I kind of have an idea of what this individual is talking about. Corby lives in a fucking labyrinth. I think we've established that. So... The light blew out in the other part of the not laundry room as it was the only light on that side. So it was pretty fucking dark. I had just finished my laundry. And while dreading to walk through the dark basement, I exit the laundry room, get halfway through the basement. And suddenly I hear a loud cackle. Imagine the sound that someone would make if they were imitating a witch. Take that. And imagine that witch has been smoking for 50 years, making her voice deeper and hoarser. This is what I heard, clear as day, right behind me. Do not look. (laughs) 
that's I mean that's <laughs> like I don't, I don't. like some old, some old bitch at the <laughs> end of the bar and one of the, the bars that still let you smoke and she's going <laughs> come on down here darling oh, she's uh, I remember chocolate she was oh <laughs> yeah it's it like reminds the old lady from SpongeBob. <laughs> chocolate. Uh, that's exactly it. She yeah, was definitely chocolate. the type of woman that would have yeah. been at that bar with Lieutenant Dan and Forrest on New Year's Eve. Oh, fuck yeah, she would have. <laughs> uh, so, so Corby said, I didn't hesitate. I bolted up the stairs and waited for my father to get home. And then he changed the light bulb. I've yet to ever hear that cackle again, and I've never told a single person until this moment. I love how all of these stories always end with, I've never told anyone until today on Reddit. Yeah, it's I like, know. what the fuck's that? I've been that, saving you know? this one for it's... Reddit, trust me. Oh, <laughs> this cackle, does it state where yeah. it sounded like it came from? It, uh, directly behind them. What's what behind them? A wall? I'm, I'm confused. I, his, I would his assume pitch black darkness. Yeah, so so I imagine it's a basement going straight down, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know oh. for those who are watching. Oh, straight down is what I imagine, and then another wall at the bottom of the stairs that divides the laundry on one side and whatever this oh, ab- so the darkness, darkness of abyss is on the other. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, here's... but the light bulbs had blown out in both sides. Yeah, so that's a bunch of. But so. no, my hairy ass yeah. would go straight up. The fuck. I would have tripped going up the stairs. <laughs> so I, I would have done the same thing. Oh. And it, it's one of those things that I don't know. That's some scary shit. Do you remember Home Alone? You know, so when Kevin goes listen, down in the basement. Right before we, you said that, I was getting ready to say this is making me think of him carrying the laundry basket up the basement. Yeah. So yeah, instead yeah. of the furnace making the noise. You've got the old granny from SpongeBob, the chocolate lady in the dark back there. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, with oh. Lieutenant Dan and the strippers the, and the cigarette smoke. Year's party. Yeah. Yeah. It tastes like cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, no, oh. in all realness, let's set mm. the stage here. So, down there doing laundry on one side, the basement's two halves. Because the staircase divides it, obviously, with some walls. Correct. Okay, so you're doing laundry, and then the light cuts off on the room beside of you that you can see. And you're like, oh, well, fuck, the bulb blew. And then your light goes out in the laundry room. And then you're like, okay, is it a fuse? And then you hear that cackle? No, dude, I'm (laughs) shitting all in my underwear. (laughs) If it happened... If it wasn't like the TV, if it wasn't like a video game upstairs. Well, see, that that's I, I, I'm kind of curious about the layout of their mm-hmm. house. It's like, what was above you? You know, do you have neighbors? Is this an yeah. apartment? Is this a house? Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, some apartment complexes back east actually have uh, basements that, you know, you can do laundry yeah. in, things like oh, that. As, as a, uh, as it being just a, a normal house. Like, for investigation's sake, you would have to be there, obviously. You know, you'd want to check everything. But if we're just taking it at face value as the story, uh, it's fucking terrifying because I put myself, just putting myself in that situation. Uh, yeah. Because you, yeah. I automatically get in my head, you know, whenever you're walking down a hallway after you turn the lights off and you feel like something's behind you. So you pick you up your pace. You just want to run. You want to yeah. run. You're like, so. 
fuck this. You start power fucking walking, you know. (laughs) And could you? So you've got that feeling, and then you hear a laugh. Fuck off. Fuck all Mm. the way off. My ass is gone. Oh. So so like. You know, there's so many factors that go into this, and I, I do. I, I wonder how close the voice was. Yeah. Like, was it back here, or was it like right up on him? You know, it's like which well, I, if, I need to if know. It's coming from like, the darkness. I assume that it sounds like it. Here's what I've got in my head. I assume that it sounds like if you were playing hide and seek, and you're not allowed to turn on the lights, and you're searching in the dark, and you hear somebody laugh from the corner in a dark room. Ooh, that's yeah. So that's that's what I'm thinking. And if that's the case, yeah. Ooh, god. I think it would be even more creepy if it was like a little girl. You know, I I think that the 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 fifty year old woman smoker thing is horrible and terrifying. But I mean, I guess you can't pick um, and choose what voices you hear when you're being haunted. (laughs) it, It was probably the dad. He was down in the basement smoking a doobie, and then he's like, "Fuck, I gotta find a way to cover my tracks." And he's like, "No, I, I mean, okay." So, uh, my opinion on this one is. If we're taking it at face value of the story, I'm going to say completely plausible. Um, okay. I'm not going to say ghost or whatever, you know. I can't make a guess yeah. at that, but I've heard weird shit. You hear noises a lot. Oh, yeah. You'll hear shit yeah. more than you'll see shit. So I'm not going to discredit hearing a cackle. And if it fucking happened, I don't know what I would do. So that's my opinion on it. If it's if we're taking it as not face value, then we would have to investigate it. I need to see if the fucking walls are thin. I need to see if somebody's blasting yeah, the TV. Yeah. Um, you know, lots of things to take into account. Who's watching SpongeBob right, exactly. upstairs? I need to know. Exactly. I need to know. I, I couldn't agree more. I, I, I think that it's the same thing. And um you know, what do you people think? Let us know. Uh, send us a message. I, I'm, I'm curious. Do you think the story is bullshit? Do you think that it happened? Do you think, I mean, I'm not going to say it didn't happen. I believe the gentleman. I just think that uh, it is kind of weird. I, that I feel like everything tell has anybody an except for the Reddit community. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that is true. But... So well, when in doubt, the Reddit community, man, though. <laughs> They'll hit you with curveballs. But until next week, that was another segment of It Came From Reddit. Well, it's time. The moment you guys have all been waiting for. I don't I should we just dive right on I mean, in? We've got... Or or do you want to discuss some news beforehand? That's up let's, to you. Let's discuss some news because this whole okay. thing let's, let's do that. nobody's gonna pay attention attention to the news after this happens they might even cut us off halfway through so there's a good possibility (laughs) it wouldn't be out of the norm uh so (laughs) according to the analytics it wouldn't be the analytics don't lie Uh, apparently neither do my hips so uh this Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> Sorry. This week <laughs> I had to get it in. In Halloween news, ladies and gentlemen. This week's Halloween news uh in the month of October. We're talking October seventh. Um as we said on the previous episode, our bonus episode that we did Saturday, which was the Ghost Towns, which a lot of you have viewed. Thank you for that. Thanks for the attention it's gotten. Um 
Hocus Pocus 2 is now the number one premiering movie on Disney+. Plus. Now, that doesn't sound impressive because then you're just like, oh, well, Disney Plus doesn't really premiere a lot of movies. But then you got to think, over the pandemic, they premiered at least two different Marvel movies strictly on Disney+. Plus. Uh, they've also done Mulan that was on Disney+. Plus. They've also done uh, a couple of other... Remakes of uh, the original cartoons that have turned into movies, and Hocus Pocus two uh, has it's number one as far as views go on its premiere date. So that was an achievement that they uh, they raked in. Big news that is not Hocus Pocus or Disney related. Trick or Treat two has announced that it is very active in its development. So yeah, I heard about this. Um, I would love to work on that film. That would be so cool. Mm, you might be a day late and a dollar short, my friend, because if they're as deep into the uh, development as he says, then we're going to be in for something pretty soon. Uh, the statement goes as yeah. follows: yeah. that uh, the classic Trick or Treat is back and in active development, according to the writer slash director Michael Doherty. Uh, who dropped the bombshell news following a screening of the original films at Beyond Fest in Los Angeles this past Saturday night. Um, while cautioning that the sequel is not currently officially greenlit, he told that the, he told the audience at the Beyond Fest that he is working with legendary on moving. He's wait what? He is working with legendary. legendary. Yes. Yeah, on moving yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah, legendary pictures on moving forward, stating that Trick or Treat Two is in very active development, uh, and this was on October the first. So yeah. he's got something cooking up. It's going to be the return of Sam, obviously, and we have no other details as far as that. But we do know that Trick or Treat is in select theaters this October, right now, currently for the first time. So that's something, um, if anybody is interested, if you've never seen Trick or Treat, yeah, or if you just yeah. like it and you want to see it in theaters, because let's be honest, Chad knows, the theater gives you a better ambiance for a movie. Um, it does. It most certainly does. So, uh, I'm going to skip over the Terrifier 2, because honestly, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, sorry to all you Terrifier fans okay. out there. Suck a dick. <laughs> <Terrifier> no, it's <laughs> rains in blood as a new hero rises and terrifying too. So it's an unflinching sequel that ups the ante on the blood and the gore. Um, I didn't really enjoy Terrifier one. I don't have anything against it. I have nothing bad to say, but it just, I don't know. I don't. I don't have anything bad to say. I'm just kind of over the whole killer clowns gimmick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, unless um, they find. I feel a new like way it's ran it. its course. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like killer clowns ran its course in the late to early 2010s. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I mean, you know, maybe Jordan Peele will do something new with the killer clown. Yeah, I feel like he's the only person that probably could do anything um, with it. Yeah. So. I have nothing bad to say about Terrifier 2, but any of the fans out there, uh, apparently they are enjoying uh, Terrifier 2. So. Fucking A. Good for them, man. Good for them. But in yeah. bigger news, 
Uh, slightly bigger news. Oh, no, I can't say that. Sorry, Terrifier 2 fans. But in bigger news, McDonald's has confirmed <laughs> that the Halloween Happy Meal pills are back for 2020. I saw them. Yeah, they are back, man. Confirmation on The it. old school. Uh, is it for sure? I'm double checking. Okay, yeah, it's the old school. It's the Yeah, it's the old school ones. Yeah. Hell, the Green Witch and the Orange Pumpkin and uh, the tops of the little lids as well with the little witch's hat the pumpkin top and uh, mm-hmm. yeah ghost top so 1018 while supplies last at mcdonald's so it's gonna be get your ass up at on 1018 and go get you a happy meal in the a.m uh oh, to go get man. one we're gonna buy them out and not a fucking kid is gonna get one not one single child <laughs> we can is sell getting. them we can sell them at our merch store, which is now live, by the way. Use promo code H365 to get 10% off. Please. Um, I there need you to go. feed my children. I don't have any children. Um, <laughs> but I guarantee you this, that if you buy some merch, that I will give a kid one of these pills whenever I steal it from <laughs> Listen, I'm going to pull up in that Yeah. Bed. I'm going to get one of those pills, and if there's a kid behind me, I'm going to look back, and I'm going to wink. And do the little finger guns. Give the finger guns. Yeah. <laughs> and then drive yeah. off with the fucking pumpkin <laughs> tail. Uh, yeah, so can you- I'll take one of each. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I mean, if they're selling them at kids, if oh, they're selling man. them at Happy Meal prices, you bet your ass I'm getting all three. I-, I wonder if you get a pick, like if you get to pick which one you want or if it's going to be one of those things. It's like, no, you just get whatever's in the bag. Oh, man, if there's a limit, like one per customer or something like that. You know there's going to be a limit. It's been six years, have to six be. years since the very last time that they uh, had these out. So Mick Boo, Mick Punkin, and Mick Goblin uh, are back. <laughs> yeah, Mick Goblin for the win. Yeah. Oh, Glizzy, Lord. Mick uh, <laughs> Glizzy. So the 18th through the 31st, while supplies last, you've got a few days. It's not just going to be only the 18th. You've got 18th through the 31st. But then again, you know, um, I guess if you, if you benefit if you've got like seven or eight mcdonald's around you right and you just keep going one to one i thought you were gonna say seven to eight kids it's like oh well i mean yeah if you want to take them from my mom tell them no eat your fucking nuggets i'm taking the pill <laughs> take it up um, you're gonna benefit either which way people no, the, seven or eight kids or seven or eight mcdonald's yeah, that doesn't matter if you want them yourself do what me and chad are gonna do if you are going to uh be wanting to get one for your kids uh, then that's cool too because they're cool to take around and let them use as like little trick or treating pills. They won't hold a lot, but it's something kind of nostalgic, mm-hmm. something that they're going to be able to look back and go, "Oh, I remember whenever I went trick or treating and I had this cool McDonald's kids pill." And then in twenty forty five, they're going to bring them back again. Um, cool thing about <laughs> these is that each one there are three different face designs for each uh, character so you've got an option none of them are going to be exactly I mean there are going to be exactly the same but you've got an option to get one that's different than somebody else so that's that's pretty neat um, yeah I like it last I bit like it. of Halloween news that I have and I wanted to save it for last is Halloween ends they dropped a featurette on Jamie's journey mm. Yeah. Did you see that? The video? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's, it's um, kind of like the, the final girl thing, but it's just showing her. It's just showing Jamie. It shows her from the beginning walking with her friend, and they're singing the song, and he's behind the bush. Oh. 
You've not seen this? Oh, wow. I No, I haven't seen it yet. The last thing that I saw, uh, Jamie had posted on her Instagram to not spoil the fucking movie. Because apparently some people have already saw it and spoiled. Uh, so I, I've avoided it. So. I don't think that um, <clears throat> I've not seen these spoilers for sure. But yeah, this them pushing this and this could be a trick. Maybe it's a trick. I hope it's a trick. Maybe it's not. Uh, this seems like that she's getting killed this time for sure, and not not Halloween H two O type kills. She's getting yeah. killed, killed. Um, I think that nowadays everybody's trying to be Game of Thrones, right? Like I feel like everybody's trying to see how thin they can make the herd, and I. I think that maybe they're not going to kill her off. I have a feeling that they're going to throw another twist at us because do I have time to present a theory? I don't know if I have time. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Because uh, I've got something. It's, 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 it's a quick theory. It's a quick theory. Michael has disappeared for four years at this point in the story. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be the same Michael. Okay. So hang on. Let me, let me tickle everybody's taste horror taste buds out there. Um, I don't can I don't consider this as a spoiler. This is a synopsis of the uh, the storyline, so it's not going to give away any details. Mm-hmm. It's just giving you a brief overview. And I don't think anybody uh, that I have seen has posted this up. And I just stumbled upon it the other day, and I was like, "Wait, what?" So, uh, as Chad said, four years after the last encounter that we saw on Halloween Kills, um, Lori Strode is living with her granddaughter. And is trying to finish her memoir. Uh, Myers hasn't been seen in four years. And Lori finally decides to liberate herself from rage and fear. And just embrace life and live with her granddaughter. However, when a young man stands accused of murdering a boy that he was babysitting. It ignites a cascade of violence and terror that forces Lori to confront the evil that she can't control. What the fuck does that mean? Is Michael dead? And she... Oh, wait. Holy shit. Is Michael fucking dead because of all the wounds that he got whenever he was getting his ass beat? He just went and died, right? Which is a sad fucking ending. I think that's a good possibility. And she has got so fucked up in her head that she's running around killing people. And then at the end, she's not fighting Michael. She's like fighting her granddaughter or something like that. Good possibility. She's all fucked up and hallucinating and stuff. Because she's just dealt with it. I I could totally see that, you know, like being one of those things like, Lori, Michael died four years ago. Don't you remember? Oh, at the very end, at the very end, whenever she's like taking her final breaths. Oh, dude, that's an A24 goddamn ending if I've ever fucking heard of one. And, and you know, they said that it's a very subjective ending and that not everybody is going to be happy with it. I think that even it could be go, it could go as far as maybe this new boy uh, is taking up the mantle of Michael Myers, the shape basically, and uh, that's where it's all coming down. Well, I mean, we get I don't know. Fighting. So it's if and yeah. they make it a point to call this guy a boy, a young man. Yeah. So he's a teenager that's babysitting a boy. So yeah. I don't know. That didn't look like a teenager in a Michael Myers mask to me, unless he's just like a big fucker. Well, I think it might be all up here for Lori. I I really think I mean, that she's had, yeah, you know, what next week, right? 
Yeah, next Friday. Yeah. Hmm. We'll find out in a week. Thursday's going to be the midnight showing. Uh, and... Oof. And it's going to be streaming on Peacock as well, if you don't want to watch it in theaters. Yeah. Um, yep. I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of ways that it can end, and I will be so mad if we just figured out the ending on this fucking podcast just now. <laughs> I don't think we did, but you never know. Oh. Nowadays, you never know. Mm. Well, that's all you I gotta have keep it fresh. for the Halloween news. Um, lots of things. Good, that was a good recap. Yeah. I like that. Good little recap. A lot of good stuff. Uh, the only other thing is the Halloween 365 merch. Um, you can find it in our description. You can find it on our Instagram description. You can find it in our Twitter description. You can find it uh, on the Tickety Talks. You can find it everywhere. So go out there and check and see if you like something. Grab a sweater or a shirt. Rip the pod. Whatever yeah. part of the country you're in. Um, Bear in mind, people, it is limited time. Yes, it is for a very limited time. We're not going to be doing this all year long or for the rest of the year. It's no. just um, these designs are not going to be. We're not going to continue to just yeah. let them sit. Uh, they might be brought back if somebody likes them. They do well, but you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, exactly. So now, for everybody that has <clears throat> been waiting, this is going to be our. Uh, our follow-up to the Ed and Lorraine Warren Fear or Fraud Ooh. Part 2. Um, as I said, these are allegations. This is alleged. We have no proof of any of this being true. And we never will because they're both long gone. We only have somebody's word. And with yeah. that... You always take it with a grain of salt. So, with that being said, brief overview of anybody that is not sure about who we're talking about. We are talking about Ed and Lorraine Warren. Some would say the first uh, paranormal investigative group. Uh, they created their paranormal <clears throat> investigative group in... Um, sorry, excuse me. In 1952, uh, that is called the New England Society for Psychic Research, or NESPR as many people know it as, and it is it was used for investigating paranormal phenomena. Um, and so over the years, Ed and Lorraine have been considered two of the most notable paranormal investigators in the past century. Um, most of the horror movies, paranormal movies that you've seen, from Annabelle to The Conjuring to The Nun to... Uh, the Devil Made Me Do It, um, Haunting in Connecticut, all of those are Ed and Lorraine Warren's cases, and there are so many more that uh, have not even been adapted to film yet, but you bet your ass that they're coming to film. Um, it's not going to stop at any point in time. So No. no. Um, now, as I said, they have done several big cases. Something that is odd that we did talk about in the last one is that Ed has once claimed that they from 1952 until the time that they stopped, uh, worked over 10,000 paranormal cases. Now, we did the math on this last time and looked on this. This uh, It was a website that had suggested it, and so we looked on the math, and uh, they would literally had to have been doing a case or two each day in order to, in that time span that we've got here, to do 10,000 cases while they were actively ghost hunting. 
Um, so not sure about that, but I mean, maybe he's exaggerating and you know, yeah. a lot of us do it, but some other famous cases, as I said, the devil made me do it, which is the Brookfield paranormal trial. Everybody knows about that. Uh, Amityville also, and the Snydecker house, which is the haunting Connecticut, Annabelle, the conjuring house, the infilled poltergeist and the Smurl haunting, which was a T straight to TV, uh, show like a TV movie. Um, now I wanted to go over these real quick, specifically one, which is the Amityville house, because that is where everybody seems to feel like that they have their most evidence. And we yeah. talked about their other cases, uh, on the first fear or fraud episode that we did and how some people claimed, you know, that this was wrong, that was wrong, that they're frauds, essentially, which is where the name Fear of Fraud came for the episode. Now, Amityville, I wanted to do just a tad bit of a deeper dive on because uh, they have the photo that everybody has probably seen where it looks like a little boy is looking over the banister or past the banister, the little creepy ghost child. Um, yeah. Everybody's seen it. And uh, a lot of people claim that that is 100% proof of the paranormal, uh, which I hope. But uh, there are comparisons saying that the Lutz's children, that there was a boy and that it looked like him and that it was just him running around through the house. And they just happened to catch yeah. him in a shot, which is a I've lot more believable, well. you know. Um Yeah. But, um, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, if you haven't seen that photo, mm -hmm. uh, it's fairly easy to find uh, a quick Google search will set you in the right direction. Maybe little boy Hamityville photo. I don't know. Um, it is a very mm -hmm. disorienting, uh, it, it, it'll catch you off guard kind of photo because it's a, when you see it type photo. You, you're not going to see it right away. Yeah, he's not dead. But when you do, yeah, your heart skips a little bit. At least it did for me the first time I ever saw it. I was like, oh, shit, that's eerie. Yeah. But, yeah. So the Amityville case is the one that put the Warrens on the map, um, arguably. In 1974, mm -hmm. in Amityville, New York, Ronald DeFeo Jr. And these are facts uh, that I'm. This is true. So yeah. Ronald DeFeo Jr. Yeah. Killed his entire family in the middle of the night. And then later claimed he heard voices in the house, in the walls plotting against him. <clears throat> Roughly a year later, George and Kathy Lutz moved into the home with their three children. And the Lutzes began claiming that they were experiencing unexplainable phenomenon and nightmares. Uh, and that they were surrounded by demonic entities, which is where the Warrens come in. So their story after the Warrens come in and they do, if you've seen The Conjuring, uh, I mean, not The Conjuring, excuse me, Amityville. If you've seen Amityville, then you kind of know, you get an idea of what happened. Um, so after this investigation is done, their story is eventually turned into a book, which is the Amityville Horror by Jay Anson in 1977, as well as a movie by the same name in 1979. So shortly after this case, which happened in um, 1974, um, shortly after that, 
it got turned into a book and a movie. So that's automatic recognition to these two paranormal investigators, which is oh, not yeah. a bad thing, you know. Yeah. Um, no, especially in the paranormal. Right, field. exactly. You want you want to get out your proof if you've got it. Um, but essentially, the Warrens came to investigate the house, uh, bringing along with them a film crew from a local news affiliate. Yes, you heard me right. When they came to investigate, they brought a local news film crew. Why? Yeah, I'll tell you why. The invest controversy creates cash. <laughs> oh, the, yes, that's why. That's true. The investigation has been referred to as a psychic slumber party by skeptics. That's. Uh, but that's an idea. <laughs> it is. Everybody's floating and shit. Uh, but Lorraine. Uh, still claims that she sensed a great malevolence in the house and insisted it was infested with demonic entities. And this TV appearance of them inside of the Lutz's house uh, cemented the Warrens as experts in the field of paranormal research. Uh, despite the fact that on this broadcast, they presented no physical evidence of their findings. A photo the photo that we talked about of the ghost boy was mm -hmm. taken at the house was said to be proof of the haunting but was not presented at the moment in time and it is widely thought to be a hoax now it's just kind of throws me off that they brought a film crew uh not their film crew we're not talking about travel channel um we're not talking about predates yes, exactly they they went and got the news so that they could get notoriety which if nobody's really done this before, especially on national television, I'm sure that this did launch them into stardom. Um, now, there is the case of the Amityville Horror that, um, like I said, everybody said that is completely infested with demons in the house. Now, the current owners say that there's nothing there. Uh, there's even a quote from the author, Jay Anson, in 1977 of the Amityville Horror, uh, where he said that he spoke to the Warrens because he wanted to interview them. And then at one point he told them to just, I mean, the Warrens just told him to kind of make something up that was good to read. Now, that's not, that's just somebody's hearsay. That's not, we don't have any proof that they actually said that, right? Um but that was something that we mentioned on the last one. I just thought it was something that I wanted to remind everybody of. Now that we are familiar with their cases, we could dive deeper into why these are considered hoaxes. Not all of them, uh, mind you, but they were not enjoyed. If you want to hear more about their cases, hop on the other episode. The real meat and bones of this episode is about what we left off on on the first episode. <clears throat> Which was the last bit of information that we found. Um, which buckle up, buckaroos. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> there is a woman named Judith Penny, it's her full name. So, Judith Penny, um, is a woman who is now in her 70s, and this was uh 2021. Uh, this interview that was done. So now in her 70s, she claimed that she lived in Ed and Lorraine's, Lorraine Warren's home for over 40 years. 
And during all of that time, the Warrens claimed that Penny was either their niece or a poor girl that they took in out of the goodness of their hearts. Now, this intrigued me whenever we read it the first time, so I wanted to do a deeper dive. So, the interview that was done with Judith Penny, mind you, this interview was done with Judith Penny. She didn't come out with this information until after both uh, Ed had died and Lorraine was sick and on her deathbed. So she didn't do it to smear their careers while they were alive and ruin their finances. If the woman lived with them for 40 years, as she claims, then she obviously has some feelings for them. You don't live in the same house with people like that and not grow some sort of feelings. So true. considerately enough, she waited until they were out of the picture and it was not going to affect their fame or what people thought of them while they were still alive. Now, moving on from that, Penny, Judith Penny, says that she was just 15 when she met Mr. Ed Warren, and she was just 15 when Mr. Ed Warren began grooming her as her school bus driver. So every time that he would take her to school or drop her off, she said that there was gradual grooming. Um, compliments, touching the hair, the shoulders, stuff like that. Nothing too devious, uh, but it's still yeah. grooming. I'm not trying to lighten it up, but it's still grooming. Um, once again, allegations, uh, allegedly. And he, at this time, Penny was 15, and Ed, the school bus driver, was in his 30s. Um, so, she claims that that went on for a while, from the age of 15, and while he was 30, while she was in school. She says that eventually she moved into the Warren's, Warren's home, specifically in the year 1963. And she said from 1963, she stayed for four decades, not as a poor girl, not as a family friend, but as Ed's girlfriend. Obviously, Lorraine has knowledge and cooperation of this, says Penny. Uh, Penny says and states that Ed frequently told her that she was the love of his life. And he would say these things in front of Lorraine to Penny, and then he would physically abuse Lorraine in front of Penny. Take a quick pause, Chad. <laughs> Ooh. So, <clears throat> where do we go? Where do we go from here? <laughs> um, yeah, there's more, but... Because there's there's okay, so I'm gonna say this. Um, growing up, right, uh -huh. and and being fascinated with um, the paranormal, I, I hate to admit this, but I feel like I kind of idolized these two. You know? I did too. Whenever I was wanting to be a ghost hunter, you know, you see stuff, and then you're like, "Oh wow, these guys really did. Yeah. They did some real shit." Like they did. Like when you wanted to get to the bottom of things, you know, there are no other faces other than Ed and Lorraine that you could put to something to say, "Oh, they're gonna figure this shit out mm -hmm. one way or the other." Other than our boys from Taps, yeah. but. Um, <laughs> I so yeah, nineteen sixty three is it's heartbreaking. when she moved in. 
Yeah. Ed consistently told her that she was the love of his life in front of Lorraine, which is funny because if you watch the movies, they paint them as a romance, as a mm. love story. Yeah. And yeah. Lorraine had a hand in the filming of all these movies. She made sure that none of this stuff slipped out because you know if a director got a hold of and was it, oh. know, he would tell that. Absolutely. Why would you not use it? Um, so she had a lot of say so in what was shown in the movies and how things went down. So, um, of course, it was pictured as a love story. Uh, I mean, obviously, he did love Lorraine, but then you do have, you know, Judith Penny living there for 40 years, and he is physically abusing Lorraine, according to Judith Penny. So, I think what's really fascinating about this, going back to the Ed and Lorraine bit uh, of just them loving each other. Mm-hmm. Anytime you see, or within, before she passed away, of course, an interview conducted with um, anyone, uh, she seemed to always never have a bad thing to say about Ed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, what do you think about that? Well, if you remember on our last episode, we ran across a quote uh, from Lorraine where she specifically part of her contract deal for this whole franchise of the film series was that Ed was only to be depicted in the light that she stated and that there would be no mentioning. And this is her quote, no mentioning of child pornography, grooming, sexual abuse or domestic assault. Hmm. Why she threw that out there? Is she afraid that know. allegations was, could have made their way up? Or here's what's fascinating. Here's what's fascinating about that. She made that statement before uh, Miss uh, Penny over here came out about this information. Oh, yeah. Is that correct? Yes. So she was still healthy when she made that statement. They were still, she was talking deals with film companies. She's helping the writer and director Mm. and people on how stuff was. And she made that statement and made it into the contract. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's in writing, but that was the agreement that they would not show anything or depict them in any of those lights uh, in, in those ways. And as I said, Judith Penny didn't have the statements that I'm about to, that I'm reading to you. She didn't come out with these until after Lorraine died and Lorraine died in 2019. Yeah. So, uh, this woman's 70 years old telling us this, what does she have to gain at this fucking point? She's married. She has nothing to do with the Warrens. Now what peace of mind, Yes, peace of mind is the only thing she has to gain, which has us carrying on here. So, um leaving i mean starting where we left off uh him allegedly physically abusing lorraine and um repeatedly telling penny that she's the love of his life then as penny claims in 1978 she says that she became pregnant with ed's child and Instead of being there for Penny, Judith claims that Lorraine convinced her to get an abortion. Now, I thought these people were Catholics. <laughs> so she, yeah, uh, that's Judith Penny, convinced, um, I mean, she was pregnant with Ed's baby, allegedly. 
And Lorraine knew about this and was, you know, forced to live with it as this woman is living in their house. And Lorraine, while Ed was away, would convince slowly uh, Judith Penny to get an abortion. And Judith Penny did have an abortion. And the reasoning that Lorraine has behind this is that, and I quote, Penny says, since the scandal would ruin their business uh, and could affect possible income into the household. Mm. That's why mm. so if that's anybody why she was, never opened her, her mouth. Yes, exactly. She had some feelings for these people, obviously. I mean, that's what grooming is. Like you, yeah, you, over it's, time, it's you make, yeah, you make them think that, you know, there's something special to you. And so, Obviously, she didn't want to ruin the income that's supporting her, too. I mean, this is her place to live. Um, but it's if anybody was wondering, whenever we were talking about fear or fraud, and then we're talking about these uh, allegations and how this has to do with fraud, this is part of it, and then there's more at the end. So they did not want this to get out. Or Lorraine did not want this to get out because she was afraid of it affecting the income coming into the house. And... <clears throat> While speaking about Lorraine convincing her to get an abortion, uh, despite them being devout Catholics uh, in public and in the public eye and in the newspapers, Penny claimed that the Warrens said several times in the privacy of their own home that, and I quote, money is the real God. Ooh, son. Yep. Oh, so, so, so you're muted yeah, right I now. To, I had to. <laughs> I had to. Listen, I Ooh. am not here to break anybody's heart about Ed and Lorraine Warren. This is just, you know, this is a legend. You know, this is one woman's story that lived with Ed and Lorraine. That's not a legend. She didn't allegedly live with them. She did she lived with them. There. And I have that proof, and I'm going to get to that in just a moment. She lived with them for 40 years. And she says that um, their quote, and they have said it several times, is that the money is the real God. Um, That's... You know, if that that's some next level stuff, <laughs> it's next level stuff. I'm here to blow minds. I'm not here to crush dreams, people. I'm here to blow minds, not crush dreams. You know, you, know, you, you do what you have to do. Uh, <laughs> um, so that plays into a lot of things here because they did tote around this Catholic belief. And that also plays into Ed being a demonologist because he does a lot of exorcisms. And if he doesn't believe in God, if he's believing that money is the real God, then all of it was bullshit whenever he was doing all of this. Yeah. Allegedly. Hmm. Allegedly. So, moving on. <laughs> we keep having oh, I'm, to use I'm that throw term. throw that in there everywhere. I don't want... Listen, yeah, there's yeah. still... Uh, relatives of the Warrens alive. They're still running that museum. Do you think I want them coming for me? I mean, I don't have a dime to give you, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> so... Well, I mean, it's true. Well, we really don't know. I mean, we... <laughs> we don't, but this is uh, quite a story that we're hearing from Miss Judith Penny. 
Um, yes. Money is the real god in Lorraine Warren. Uh, moving on. Ed and Lorraine Warren do have one daughter by the name of Judy Spera. And Judy's husband is Tony Spera. Judy? Judith? Uh, Judith Penny. Yes. Uh-huh. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Daughter. Mm. Named after old. Mm. So, you know, I can't remember if it was... It's in the Conjuring movie. Did... Whenever it shows Judy, their daughter, remember because she sneaks in yeah. there to the Annabelle room? Yeah. The woman yeah. that was watching her, was that her grandma or was that Judith Penny? Did it say grandma? Uh, I know it didn't give him a name. I don't, I, 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 I don't recall. <laughs> I, I don't recall. Because apparently Judith Penny was at the house and helped them with all sorts of things, you know. Um, Household things, help them take care of everything while they're gone, watching over the house while they're away. Um, but so you have Judy Sparrow and Tony Sparrow, and Tony is the one that ran and is currently running, unless they completely shut it down. I know that they did during COVID, but I think it might have opened Let's back up. Take a look. The museum. Yeah, right? yeah, while you're doing that. So Tony Sparrow was running the Warren's Occult Museum, famously known for holding the Annabelle doll along with. Several other things, including a vampire's coffin. Uh, <laughs> For those wanting to know, uh, it is permanently closed. Okay. okay, permanently closed. I hope we didn't do that. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. so. Judy and Tony Sparrow maintain, this is their quote, they maintain that Ed and Lorraine, uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren allowed Penny to move into their house when Penny turned 18. So... If we're going to follow the story here, we've got Judith Penny at the age of 15, Ed at the age of 30. She's being groomed while he's the school bus driver, and for that's from the age of 15 until the age of 18 when she moves into the house. And this is confirmed that she was not groomed, but confirmed that she moved into the Warren's house at the age of 18. And they say that it was as an act of charity, quote uh, Judy and Tony Sparrow, <clears throat> because Penny had nowhere else to go. They described Penny as a long-term family friend who frequently ran the Warrens' home, would tend to the items in the museum, and take care of things while Ed and Lorraine were on the road. They say that Penny also had a long-term boyfriend while living with the Warrens' to whom she is married now. So I didn't want to just completely bombard everybody with just the negativeness of uh, what Penny is saying. But Judy and Tony say that she had a boyfriend. Now, they don't give a time frame for that. So that's what struck me as funny. Long-term boyfriend, yes, fine, perfect. But I doubt that you got married to a man and you were still living with Ed. So, yeah. How long was she living there where she did not have a long-term boyfriend where these things could have happened? Hmm. She's 70. She's married now. She lived there for 40 yeah. years in the house. So at least 20 years, Yeah, right? so this long-term like least... boyfriend turned husband had to be in the last little bit of that 40 years. Yeah, so 2020. 
No, no, 2020 the year, but what I'm saying is like 20 years on. Yeah, exactly. Something. I mean, something. Yeah. You don't wait 20 years to get married and then um, let, let your, your wife's living in some other dude's house. You know, that doesn't make sense. It's like her still living at home after no. you guys are married and you're sitting in your house alone. That doesn't make any sense. Think mm. logically, people. It doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, she probably did have a long-term boyfriend, but when? Was this after? Ed was doing everything. Was it after Ed passed away? Was it? I don't know uh, the time frame as far as the boyfriend thing goes. Um, but she's now married to this supposed boyfriend, according to uh, Judy and Tony. I mean, she is married, so we'll take that into yeah. account. Yeah. Um, now, when it comes to all of Penny's claims, it has to be noted, as I said at the beginning, that she made these allegations after Ed passed away and when Lorraine was on her deathbed and in very bad health. As a result, it was Warren's lawyer, uh, lawyer, lawyer, whatever, who came uh, to deny Penny's claims on the Warren's behalf after Lorraine passed. So there has been a... Uh, Someone speaking on their behalf, um, uh, legally, so that uh, these allegations don't make it too far out, or that not many people believe them. I mean, if they didn't say anything about them, then it would just seem even more like that they were true, right? So, somebody has spoke yeah. on their behalf and denied the claims, um, not just Judy, um, but of her life with the Warrens. Penny's final quote was. She said, sometimes I get angry thinking about how much was taken away from me and how foolish I felt. Um, and she couldn't believe how somebody would be such a devout Catholic uh, and claim that money was the real God. Now, something that I wanted <clears throat> to throw in there is that Ed although he was a supposed demonologist, he went to art school. He did not go to seminary school. He was not as devout of a Catholic as everybody believes. The man was studying, studying arts. Uh, and in the arts might have also been photography, cinematography. Um, Could have... Uh, even gotten into advertising. It's an art form. Yeah. Yep. Marketing. So marketing, what better way to yeah. sell your paranormal group, ladies and gentlemen? Um, as I said, all of these things are alleged, but the proof, I mean, the story that stands before us is that he was grooming a 15 year old at the age of 30. And this was while they were doing their investigations at the age of 30, and moved her in at the age of 18. She was there for 40 years. She took care of the house, and Penny claims that she was his one true love. It is weird that their child is named Judy, Judy and her name is Judith, and there are several claims, uh, not just by Penny, where Lorraine did have bruises on her sometimes when she would show up to investigations and Ed would claim that it was the spirits really taking a toll on her. <laughs> <My> spirits. 
the spirits? Are we talking about the ghosts? Or are we talking about the shit that he's drinking? Yeah, that's that's what I think it is. Oh. Um, so, um, it's brutal. This is brutal. And Lorraine uh, also allegedly convinced uh, Penny to have an abortion. Yeah. All while they are doing this out of the goodness of their heart and taking this woman in because she had nowhere else to go. That is all of the information that I currently have about uh, the Warrens and this Judith Penny case. Yeah. Uh, probably the biggest case that the Warrens have ever had. If we're <laughs> if we're gonna really get into it. Yeah, it's um. I don't even know what to say. Mm, I don't either. It's a lot. Uh, I don't either. It's a lot. So, everybody out there, like I said, these are uh, stories told from Judith Penny's point of view. She did live in the house. Take it as you would like to take it. But I'll tell you one thing. There's nothing scarier this Halloween season than grooming and domestic violence. So, keep your nose clean, kids. Jesus Christ. Well, as always, we appreciate everybody for dropping by and listening to us on the spooky, spooky Halloween season. Um, music isn't working today because of technical difficulties, but that's okay. Maybe you guys can hear it. I don't know. Um, don't forget to go to Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us Yes. Check out our merch. Don't forget to use discount code H365. Yeah, yeah. There's shirts, yeah. stickers, hoodies, mugs, sweaters. Uh, oh, the H365 condoms coming soon. Uh, maybe. Maybe it's <laughs> no, not. It's not. It's definitely it's not. not. But do, go check out the merch. And uh, if we can do it, though, it's got to be glowing. <laughs> it would have to be glowing. Like I want Slimer on the end of it. Wow. Oh, that's good. That's really good. That's a whole or other cross promotional thing. One that says Keymaster on it. Uh, <laughs> Genius. Genius. That's all I have. <laughs> uh, well, without. I guess I don't have anything else to add. Uh, tune in next week, as always. Halloween 365. We're not going to stop. Even after Halloween's over, we'll still be here counting down the clock so tune in next week I, I, i'm hoping yep we got 24 days i'm hoping uh next week will be solid we've got halloween's coming out next week uh, halloween ends we've got uh, a really cool episode lined up i don't know what's going to happen with that i'm still struggling trying to find the material for that episode uh i don't know if you guys have successfully yeah yes been able to find it but I'm still struggling, and I don't know why. Come across the cells. Maybe I can get some. Yeah, I think I'll find something, a substitute of some form. I can't get the actual real deal, but I digress. Um, Yeah, join us next week, guys, and uh, keep it spooky out there.